got a message for you, and you're not going to like it. Breathe or death. No, you listen, you little bitch. You hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish, understand? Honey, come on over here, sugar bun. This machine just called me an asshole. Bond. James Bond. They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. And Charlie Malfound. Alrighty then. Episode 202, bro. We're out of our mother and father's basements, and we're out in the real world. We are the Unholy Mofos. I am Sean, the piper. I tend to pipe on. I am here, finally back with my brother, Scott. Uh, I think technically you're still in our basement, right? Uh, No, I've chosen a different room because um, my soundproof room was stupid and didn't work. Jake the Snake, (laughs) how you doing? I'm in the basement, (laughs) at least. But all I can say is, party on, Sean. Party on Jake. Party on Scott. No. Uh, any 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 Cooper. guesses in the in the chat? Wish we could have some live chatting right now. We're doing Wayne's World this week. A fun couple of films to come back to from my childhood, and I know yours, Jake. Oh yes. Scott, where, you, where's uh, Wayne's where's, Wayne, where's Wayne's World in your world? Uh, one of those movies I didn't see till after high school. Okay. So we got a, we got a good good understanding of where the 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 arguments are going to lie and why when we get to them (laughs) (laughs) well Well, i think i should bring something up you should stop rubbing that headset over your skin it doesn't make you sound very flattering what what no seriously what are you talking about oh the fucking scratching that is coming out of your side Am I, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just walking around. It must be my, my cord scratching against my shirt. 
that, that that right there. That. You hear it, Jake? Oh yeah, I hear it. <laughs> it's like uh, like the the metal part inside the phone is turning. Ah, oh, God, it's so hard to explain that to people who don't know, who didn't used to listen to headphones. Uh, well, well, people, once again, we are back and after two months. Yeah, I know, I probably, I said, like, you know, maybe at least eight months last time. Uh, but, you know, when you become a father, there's uh, no promises. I didn't really bother you either to get you uh, going. Yeah, so and I more like you. a month and a half before we started trying. Yeah, at least. Yeah, just like the last time. But yeah, she has reached the age of four months now, and not only that, but in a new house, like I said, got a good old man cave down here in the basement. My new recording studio. Oh, what are you on now? Recording studio five. At least, I think. <laughs> but, uh, of course, just because I am father and, well, now we have to mention, too, Sean is the father again himself. Yeah, Roderick is going to have uh, another Roderick. Or, uh, Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, I was talking uh, okay. about that when I, when I was fucking with my shit, you couldn't hear me. Yeah, I'm going to have another one. Another child soon. I don't know what uh, what wrestler stupid name I'm gonna give this one for the uh, the on the on air personality. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fun uh, little I'm, per- I'm pretty sure you'd probably go like Macho Man something. I mean, Randy is um, you know unisex, so if it's a girl or a boy, because we don't know yet, we're gonna be surprised. We can go with Randy, Roddy, and Randy. That works for me, Scott. <laughs> Double R. But just because of the fatherhood stuff, well, people, we have to keep shows tight from here on, at least until she can go, you know, without being fed every two hours or three hours or so. Stop looking at me. I can feel your looks. (laughs) (laughs) Brevity is a soul of wit. I shall do my best. So this opening segment's going to be pretty brief itself. So, yeah, we're not going to – we're taking a break for now while Jake's still sorting out the uh, the whole father thing from, you know, like uh, fucking with me and crazy news stories and, you know, conspiracy theories, all that shit. We were for just – we were, just, we were indulging – on hold. We are indulging all of our thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and now there's children and we can't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, hey, uh. New stories, uh, well, I didn't prepare this as much as I did in the past, but I guess you got some Marvel to look forward to the next few years. Yeah, we yes. always known that, but we talking about the, tra- the trailers or some information? I, mean, the, what, I think he's talking about the thing that we talked about when you fucking FaceTimed me, that, uh... Just the titles and uh, everything? Sizzle Reel. Yeah, the date reveal for the movies. The sizzle reel was great until Stanley stopped talking, then I turned it off. So I didn't get a chance to watch that, unfortunately. I, I, I planned to before the show, but never got around to it. So what's there to look forward to, guys? More um, of the same unexpected joy, I would hope. Well, a lot of the shit has... 
<laughs> He's just letting us know. Roddy wants to be on the air. <laughs> a lot of the same shit that's already been announced, you know, like Thor and, you know, Shang-Chi and all that stuff. Uh, I think the only new things that were officially announced were Black Panther 2's name. Uh, yep. Captain Marvel 2 got a, a name and date. Uh, Guardians 3 got a date. can't remember what else. You can Google it, Jake. I'm sure it's it's real easy. Yeah. yeah I hope by the time those movies come out, I'll at least be able to be going back to the movie theaters. Because uh, as we will find out in what I've been watching, it's been a while since I've been to uh, a movie theater. Yeah, but you got that dope TV, which I know a little bit about now. You don't need no damn movie theater. You got a man cave. <laughs> yeah, but now you would have to pay $20 to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm paying money to watch some of these movies. Wink, 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 wink. <clears throat> Nod. H- HBO, HBO Max is wonderful. Oh, yeah, it totally is. Wink, wink. Nod, oh, you bastard. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. That's like the one streaming service I'm not paying for. You guys. Like, I just, I don't see the point. You don't well, have Tales from a Crypt on there? Then, oh, you don't. know, what's the point? But you have them all on DVD, so who cares? Oh, I don't. I've only got oh, you don't? four seasons. Okay. Well, I mean, like, if you have, like, okay, so here's 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 the problem that I experienced, and this is why our segments go so long. Sorry. I got to HBO Go, and then I was in Target the other day, and there it was. Batman, the animated series, the complete series for 50 bucks instead of 70. I got I to gotta take that deal. It's got five or six commentaries, man. It was, it's a life investment, okay? HBO Go oh, might not be here. But Blu-ray will always be, you know, you can you can you can throw that shit on. Yeah, sorry, derailed. Moving on. <laughs> oh my god, it's got commentaries. I gotta buy it. Well, oh, yeah, motherfuck Baldini. I did watch the Shang Chi trailer though. Yeah, we're bringing the martial arts into Marvel now, and oh, maybe we'll get the real Mandarin. Well, they've always had martial arts. Now they're bringing Chinese culture. Yes. You'll never see me coming. My name is Jonathan. <laughs> I wonder if we'll we'll get Ben Kingsley in the if and because according to that short movie, uh, the real Mandarin wanted to see him. I'm sure they'll they'll do something subtle, like it'll piss everyone off unless you see it. Like like I don't know, like I don't know, a death certificate or something, or maybe something of Trevor's like finger or a head somewhere. But that dude is dead. He is long dead. There's yeah, no yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, it's probably been like what uh, nearly a decade since. Iron Man 3, so... You uh, rest now. Uh, and let's see, only thing I, was, I wanted to talk about is, yeah, we had a few more deaths. 2021 being a bitch when it comes to celeb deaths. DMX is dead, guys. Yeah. It, you kind of saw it coming for the last 10, 20, 30. I mean, the boy, he, my man lived a hard life. And every time he spoke, he talked about how like happy he was to be where he is, you know, and to be alive and, and have the people around him. And when when you heard, like when I saw, it, he went in for a stroke. If you're in the hospital for a stroke and you don't come out the next day, you, you, it's done. It's very uh, sad. Yeah. Who else did? Uh, I mean, I, I swear there was some. Oh yeah, I did see today. Scott, you may not know who this is, but John, I'm sure you've seen the certain music videos of White Snake, right? No, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> You're the oldest of the three. No, I know, I know, but I mean, I was I was born in the early '80s. I wasn't born in the late '70s when the '80s were a thing. I mean, I was probably four or five when White Snake was killing 
Well, yeah, either way, the shit can those music videos. She passed away, too. Uh, her name was Tawny Katane. Um, oh, I well, Tawny Katane I know from America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did and, she uh, die of what? Yeah, she died today, I guess. From what I read, the details weren't out yet. Yeah, she's only 59 years old. I'm saying she was young. Yeah, and I, I realize, I think we forgot to talk about this the last time, Scott. Screech died. Justin Diamond died? Yeah. Wow, that is weird. Yeah, that, I'm very that, surprised you didn't hear about that. I probably yeah. forgot. There's a lot going on in my life. Like, <laughs> actually, not not even like joking around. Like, I, I the child is excessively fucking. Look at me! Look at me! All right, I love you. Well, you know what? For once, Sean, I can understand what you're going through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone in this trio. Yay! <laughs> uh, maybe someday you'll join in on a Scott. And the world can be as one. Uh, honestly, I didn't have too much prepared, so anybody got anything to fill in the void? Nope. I mean, there's plenty of shit we could talk about, but none of it is, is allowed because Scott says no to many things. So we can't talk about the real world, which is okay because you don't want to. It's very sad right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, what? Uh, they were going to do a go- – Fox was going to do a Goonies thing. Um, I don't know. It's it's weird. I looked at the article. It's hard to understand. I don't know if it was a remake. It says reenactment. So it was like – was it going to be like a play on TV? We're going to get Sean Astin and, and, and Thanos together? Whatever it was, it fell through. So no new Goonies. Yeah. Yeah, considering uh, Corey Feldman these days, I, I imagine he won't be rejoining. I don't know. I mean, He's he's bringing to light what happened to him. Hopefully he's not just a crazy man. Hopefully he's telling like the truth. I say hopefully because I don't believe in humanity, and I want everyone else to be on board with me so we can change things. He's saying some pretty fucked up shit happened to him when he was a kid, and if it's true, then ew. But you don't want that on your movie set. You're not trying to bring that. Like no, we're trying to make a movie. Can you stop claiming? Okay, we got it. We got it. We got to call it a day. Corey Corey won't stop. We got it. We got to call it a day. Okay, Scott, you've heard anything? Ah. <sighs> You know, in fucking two months, it, you just, you don't think about stuff that far back, so, you know, no, I don't. Okay. Well, uh, what's everyone been watching? Let's keep it to, like, four choices. Can we do that? Yeah, okay. Because uh, it's been a year and a half for me. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine most of us are going to be talking about some of the same things, at least. Well, yeah, I, I mean, guess, I mean, uh, I guess. You guys, I you guys aren't really... You guys aren't really into that uh, Mickey Mouse Club yet, so I mean, I can sing the whole the whole beginning song, the hot dog dance song. I mean, I got you, day, day for night on Little Einsteins. Yeah, Scott, go ahead. I'm I'm depressed. <laughs> well, uh, earlier today, I watched the original House on Haunted Hill for the first time. Oh, okay. But uh, definitely a couple twists in there that uh, you kind of didn't see coming. Or at right. least I didn't. I didn't know going in what to expect, so, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it, very different from the remake, that's for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. Was it 1930s, 1920s? When was it? 1959. Oh, 50s, okay. Is it black and white or no? Yes. Yeah. It is, okay. Is it better than the remake? Because the remake, I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know about the remake. The remake is just a haunted house story. Right. This one, I think, it could be classified under as, like, a revenge type. Film? Yeah, well, is yeah. Vincent Price Jeffrey Rush's character? Oh. Is Vincent Price the, yes. is he in the movie? Yeah. Vincent Price, yes, is in the movie. Okay, that's enough said. Well, yeah, let's just yeah, spoilers for uh pretty much Dude. almost seventy year old movie. Dude, no, no, I, 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 don't I don't care, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 
Yeah, because it turns out, you know, it's not really haunted. It's just like Vincent Price and his wife are just trying to get back at each other. Which, you know, it kind of went like that in the remake, too, with Jeffrey Rush and Famke Jensen. But, of course, the twist in the remake is that, oh, after all, it is a haunted house. I, I don't know. Like, I want to watch a haunted house movie. I want to see some actual ghost and shit. But, I don't know. That's just me. Although I do gotta say that uh, from the original that creepy old lady on the skateboard. I mean, okay. <laughs> that yeah, that uh, that that kind of got me. I was like, where the fuck did this old lady come from? <laughs> uh, is she I had blind. She's got like freaking weird ass looking contacts in. Visual terrif- terrifying. Um. I- I had a special experience with the remake because I, you know, it was the first time a girl in high school was like, "I want to take, you know, ask me out." So we went to go see that movie. This is a pretty bad movie. That's all. Yep. So uh, that also on Shutter, I watched the new season of Creep Show. Okay. Some uh, pretty good episodes. Mm, a couple kind of like mediocre ones, but then you that you kind of expect that with you know an anthology show like oh, that. Yeah. But I mean, overall, even with, the, even with the first season, I thought there were some good ones and there's some mediocre ones. But eh, yeah, I'm glad I watched it. But yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool, you know. I uh, subscribed to Shutter just for the new season. Um, other than that, you know, TV shows, Family Guy, American Dad, uh, some Seinfeld here and there. Uh, and the uh, the other big ones uh, finished up uh, WandaVision and watched the entire Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes, so did I. Sean has not, so... Uh, yes, I have. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, like four days ago. Which one? We finished up, we finished up the Winter Soldier uh, the Sunday after it aired. So when it aired on the Thursday or the Friday, we watched it uh, on Sunday. So I don't know what conversation you're referring to, but uh, uh, yeah, Cap and Cap is. Days ago. <laughs> no, there's only six episodes. There's no new new episode after Cap. Now is 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 uh, what's his name? There's only six episodes. Yeah. Sam. Yes. Yeah, I saw it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, Scott. Make me look like an ass again. I go. don't think you need my help for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sometimes talking to you is a gift, other times it's a curse. Yeah, that is the truth. Uh, and, I'm a, and I'm a teacher, <laughs> right? So I got students who experience that on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, that's about it for me. All right, so then I'll start with Wanda and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll start with Wanda. And, um, you know, spoiler alerts, uh, I, Agnes is obviously, your, whatever that bitch's name, the last scene where um, she's seemingly throwing spells and, and, and anger and, and not thinking and draining all of her energy. And then she just fucking, you know, tits up, uh, labial folds out, just badass woman. I've sent my five spells against five walls and this world is mine. That shit was amazing. Really yeah. quality ending. The first two episodes were weird, but I knew they were going somewhere. So I like sat through them and my wife loves Lucy and Dick Van Dyke. So... WandaVision was a, was a go all the way around. Love that shit. I gotta say, man, Wanda and her new outfit. Oh, man. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and watch Old Boy, even though I, I feel like I can't watch it now that I know what's going on in that movie. <laughs> but when you were a kid, Jake, I mean, 
maybe maybe less so for you. Well, maybe more because you're younger. There was a big creepy thing between like 1999 and 2005 where like the the Olsen twins were like college boys were like they're gonna be 18 soon. It's gonna be great. We're gonna see them <laughs> in movies. And my thing was always like, nah, man, they, they have two sisters. You'll see their tits before you see these tits because they've been like in the spotlight since they were children. They're going to be done with this shit pretty soon. And lo and behold, I was right. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier, on the other hand, like it was a legit spy TV, adult TV show. And so every time right. one of the shows aired, I was like, ah, we'll get around to it. You know, whatever. I'm not really excited. But then we'd sit down and watch it. And I was fucking enthralled with every second that was happening. Again, quality ups. Way to go, you know, Marvel Cinematic Disney Plus stroking cock universe. Yeah, I gotta say, I just love how the last episode just jumped into the action. Wasted no time. Let's go. Let's go. You're right. Like, we got we to have Sam stand up in the way that he did. You know, I'll say it here. Black Lives Matter is a real thing. Unfortunately, it has to be. I'm teaching my kids about the American Civil War and about, you know, Native American fucking genocide and fucking the Negro baseball leagues. And, you know, last summer was what it was. And people are still getting killed on the street because people are afraid of each other. And here you got Sam stand up and say, I got it. No, I'm with you. But we got to We got to be together. And, 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 and the way that they, they shared that message and him looking directly at us as audience members at certain points into the camera. I mean, it's just a silly fucking MCU TV show, but I got a poster up in my classroom of all of the, the MCU universe. And we every almost every day, me and my students count, you know, the four or five, Luke Cage, Nick Fury, and Nick Fury is black in this one. Uh, Sam, obviously, and the, the, the few fucking, you know, black people. I think Blade's on there, but we, we're not sure because the guy's got two swords, Blade. I don't know. Very, very few uh, black faces. Which brings me to the Snyder Cut. Sorry, Scott, okay. we're talking about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> it's better than talking about football, except for the fact that the blackface <laughs> in that movie is the cyborg master, you know, genius football player, which the Snyder Cut brought out more. The the subplots and the storyline about fucking that character and making him a complete human being, much, much better. Snyder Cut, yes. Joss Whedon canceled, unfortunately. Joss Whedon should be done. It's terrible now. Yeah, like, yeah, I just realized, you know, how long the movie was. Thinking, yo, at this point in the movie, you know, we'd be at the final battle by now. And, you know, it's just, it kind of almost is the same movie. Just like a few things like jokes taken out, an hour added <laughs> to. Jo- jokes taken out and jokers added in. <laughs> yeah, that too. Oh my God, talk about a mid-credit sequence. I mean, I, I never seen a mid-credit sequence that went on for like, what, 20 minutes before? <laughs> I mean, in the structure of it allowed, so the structure of doing it in chapters, like very Tarantino style, but, but linear, whatever, allowed for that kind of, holy shit, this is happening in the mid credits. They, they, they've got to bring this concept of the Snyderverse back. I'm sorry if it's dark, but look at what we've been through in the last year. (coughs) Excuse me. It's, you know, it's let, let the DC be, let the universe, let DC be dark. Let them be themselves. You know, Speaking of dark, I have to bring one other thing up. Uh, Mike, Mike has been on the show a couple times. My buddy. He told me to watch this show called Invincible on Amazon Prime. I want to get into that too. I don't know if I've heard uh, about that. Oh, it's like it's the boys animated. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, I ended up watching all eight episodes. Yes so. or no? Flat out, uh, yes or no? Yeah. I love that because there's no, there's no like, well, because or no, just yes or no. Yeah. Okay. Heard. 
Alright, so yeah, I mean so I want I, there's a lot of big name fucking actors. Okay, but it's my turn. You show. didn't talk you didn't talk about that. It's my turn. <laughs> I didn't think about it until you fucking said, said dark. I know, I'm just I'm just I'm just fucking around because I'm the most interrupted. Yeah. Um but I'm sorry, you just don't want to talk about the Snyder Cut, and that's and that's the truth. Um the structure of it was brilliant and, and yeah, that twenty minute cutscene and, and having I got a lot of people talk shit about, oh, Jared Leto, you know, he, he actually, he did a better job this time. No, I, I think it works with the, the original character being over the top steampunk asshole, and now the world has ended, and he's just like, well, yeah, told you. I don't know. I just, I think it's worth a look, uh, Scott. I think you would enjoy the Snyder Cut. I don't have HBO Max, so I'm going to pass. Uh, I'm you, just, do have, you do have my plex, Scott. I'm just saying <laughs> Yeah, and, you're, and no one's ever going to force you to do anything, and I appreciate that, you know, and I, and I love you for it, but I, I just think, um, God, Steppenwolf, just talking about Steppenwolf, the character itself, uh, his armor was fucking brilliant in this remake, his his pathos and his ethos and his fucking just desire to go home. Yeah, I, I, noticed, I noticed, too, he uh, didn't have the, you know, British accent, more deeper evil sort of voice, too. It was an Irish accent, because the dude is Irish. Well, but, either yeah, way, there there was there were some. I mean, if you got the ear for it, you know how I do my thing. But yeah, you can you can definitely. Let's not get. The, never mind. Never mind. We're not we're not doing that. But yeah, no, I agree. The the voice choice and having the same actor do it, but but having him do it in, in a better fucking way. I don't know. Um, you know, no mustache is helpful, and and it, it's not really a black suit. It's like a dark navy blue. I know I'm colorblind, but am I wrong? Uh, I don't know. Looked black to me. Did you watch the grayscale one? No, I did not. I I want to. I, that's that's so up my alley. But like like Jake and I are talking, man, with with the child, yeah. it's hard to find four hours where you're both and like two human beings are down to watch the same thing <laughs> after a day's worth of educating and dealing with and being. I mean, my God, it's so hard being a parent. It's so weird. <laughs> we're losing so many demographics right now. But you know what? We're still the unholy mofos. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't know what to choose next. Let's go the nevers. The Nevers was written by Joss Whedon, and I was just bashing him. But The Nevers is fucking good. Uh, the story is it's it's in 18th century London. No, early, no, late 19, I don't know, 18, late 1800s, I think. Um, we only watched the first episode, but it was stunning. And there's the, uh, there's discrimination against people who have magical powers and, you know, how they work together and, and underground, whatever. It's, it's Harry Potter for adults, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It was good. Though. Well, I will just say, never heard of it. You're looking for a laugh, and you've got it. I'm sure there are people out there who are laughing. It's just not us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, again, I'm a dad now. Now I got to do the dad jokes. <laughs> oh, my, bro, I got them for Now days. you have to attempt more of them, you mean. <laughs> Look, my wife and I got into a fight the other day about my, my lack of understanding of directions. I got so mad, I packed up a bag, and I write. Take a second. That's what a dad joke does. I packed up my bag, and I write. Because we were having an argument about directions. Yeah, we get it. Instead of left, it's right? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get it. See? Because there was no left. Um, I, I, I did know. get it. It just wasn't funny. Uh, like I said, I've been doing the Batman the Animated Series um, on, on the, the, the Blu-ray or whatever, but it's tough because there's been a lot of great stuff on HBO Max and Disney Plus that's been dropping. But, I mean, sitting down with, with my boy Roddy, he loves Toy Story. 
And this boy will like he also okay. So we're we're playing the Lumineers. He loves Leon Bridges. If you guys have never heard the song River by Leon Bridges, it's stunning. We do tiny desk concerts on YouTube, and he just gets into a Coldplay. Never thought I would like Coldplay. Fucking he loves Coldplay. The Lumineers, unfortunately, he loves the Lumineers. It's so annoying. He loves the Head and the Heart. He loves fucking Jimi Hendrix. He's a huge fan of ACDC, and we got to have like a little bit of Marvin Gaye every morning. So there's that. But, you know, when you just want to shut up, okay, so I want to have my coffee. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Little Einsteins, as I said, but he loves Toy Story. And my wife and I are going back, like, why does he love Toy Story? Like, how does, what is he thinking? How does he comprehending what's going on? And as soon as the, you know, the little fucking reach for this guy and and boom, we're we're into the, the conflict between Potato Head and fucking Woody. He's, 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 he's zoned. And so we feel like terrible parents because should you not be looking at screens like, ah, fuck it. It's a good movie. So yeah. Toy Story, The Good Dinosaur, and Brave. Those are the three uh, movies that he can sit through. One thing I would give you uh, parenting advice from a non-parent, believe it or not, limit the TV time. Trust me. My nephew is very, very, very oh, we know. bad if he's not in front of no, we know. Like we an know. Electronic and it's bad. Uh, we've seen, yeah, we've seen kids like before COVID when kids are at restaurants with their family and they just throw a tablet at them. Um, yeah, I it's, mean, that's not the right way to parent. When I was a kid with my ADD and my ADHD, my mom would just let me run around, and and, and to this day she gives <laughs> she gives excuses like, well, no one would ever kidnap you or try and molest you because I know you'd scream at the top of your lungs and we'd go find you. <laughs> well, what about the staff in the kitchen? We're like, why is there this kid in this kitchen right now? Get the fuck out of this kitchen! <laughs> So there, there are extremes of parenting, you know? <laughs> wow, Jake, I'm proud of us for not jumping down the motherfucker's throat first, you know. Let me give you some advice as a non-parent. <laughs> I say it was just, it's just an observation I've made throughout um, the last... And like, you're not alone. Every, every thinking human being should be with you, right? Um, last right. thing, number four, right? Um, the most important thing that, that we've been watching of late. I, uh, I got nothing. Because <laughs> the, the office is gone. The office is gone. Parks and Rec is gone. I'm not buying Peacock, and I'm not. I have I, Peacock. I do have Peacock, but I don't have like the money version of it. So we just I, I got do. rid of it. So you're telling me that you can share your password information with me because I love you. I've told you before. Or you could be just like me. I've been I've been watching it on Comedy Central. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. I mean, I got I all the TV. On, what TBS too? No, it, it was. I, I have all the DVDs. I just don't have a DVD player hooked up to my. Oh, yeah, this is the most important thing. My brand new Samsung 4K TV. Oh, I'm finally <laughs> in with the boys. My TV is so dope, America and worldwide. I'm, and I'm sure there are people out there with better TV. I got one of the cheap ones. Like it was it was it was sitting there on sale, whatever. But it's like, you know, I don't know how many inches it is, but it's fucking huge. And my son, when we first got it, was going behind the TV like. Wait, where are they? I can see him. Like, I see him differently. He's, like, going behind the team. Like, what? They're not back there? Where the fuck? <laughs> and, like, you know, you put on, um, like, there are these wonderful songs on YouTube that are just meant for positive energy that go through, like, the amber waves of grain or this river or these mountain ranges or this, you know, field in Ireland. And we're just, you know, my son and I, we're, in, uh, we're getting high off this TV because it is like looking outside of a window without a screen on, the, with nothing, just a, just a fucking, you're, you're outside. And I yeah, you, should, you should turn on YouTube and look up like 4K fucking 10-hour videos. Oh my God, you 
<laughs> you'd probably uh, just lose there, your shit. You know, yeah. n- nut in your pants just looking at the TV screen. <laughs> so is, is a Switch screen 4K? The handheld mm. Switch screen. We don't know. We're not okay. We don't know. But when I got the the Switch, it was go- it was like that. It was gorgeous. And then we got the TV, and it was like a bigger version of that. I don't know. I'm done. Jay, go ahead. Okay, so my four things. First one I want to say is the original King Kong versus Godzilla. Thought I'd watch that before the new one. The original, not the not the original, but the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I, hey, I'm sorry. That was that was a dick move, but yes, yes, <laughs> yes, on all fronts. Uh, yeah, what a weird movie that is. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, neither of you guys got to see that in theaters, right? No. No. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I saw that in the IMAX. And, the original one or the, the new one? The new one. He's talking about the original one, dude. Yeah. No, one, I know. We, have, we have not yet transitioned. I will get to that in a second, but, yeah, I mean, man, you know, when we finally get to the first Kong versus Godzilla fight, it's like, oh, yeah, here it comes, and all that happens is, Kong throws a boulder at Godzilla, misses. Godzilla just breathes fire breath and barely gets Kong. And Kong, he just scratches his head and walks away. Like, hmm, guess I can't win this fight. Yeah. Okay. And? You criticizing this choice? Uh, yeah. They had to make... they. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But, I mean, it it, it, it created, like, okay, what's he thinking? What's he going to do? What's I mean, he's, he's going to plan for the next fight? It, I, I, I was building up and building up, and, and then I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Final battle is meh, kind of, kind of anti-climatic. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. Yeah, and that's the problem. But what are they going to do? It was, what, 1968 or something like that? 63. <laughs> Oh, even yeah. Okay, so we're talking <laughs> we're talking Goldfinger technology at this point. <laughs> the guy came out of the water with a duck on his head, and it was oh, magical, fucking you know, <laughs> uh, special effects. Sean Connery. Oh, he unzipped his sweatsuit. And he had a tuxedo. That's amazing. <laughs> Kong versus Godzilla in that year. I'm not surprised now. And so I did go. Uh, well, I didn't go. Uh, I sat down on my on my couch and watched Kong versus Godzilla 2021. And, woo, much better. Oh, so much fun. Oh, yes. I mean, I will just say I kind of wish the battles were a little longer, but I was still pretty much satisfied. <laughs> I was really annoyed in the beginning, and I knew what they were doing. Like, okay, you know, he's 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 the aggressor. Like, Godzilla's the bully, but he's aggressing against bullies, right? And by the end of the movie, I was like, yes, this was a good movie. But I was really, in, like, the director had me in the palm of his hand in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And, man, I gotta say, I loved Mechagodzilla, too. <laughs> My favorite part was when, you know, the human villain, he's, like, monologuing, as villains do. And you look in the background, and you see Mechagodzilla coming to life. And look in his direction, it's like, well, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, a pretty clear and unequivocal winner. Who won the fight, Scott? Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the potatoes answer and say neither won. Okay, Jake, what do you think? Well, they both won because, you know, Mecha Godzilla was the doomsday. Wow, you, you took it there like an asshole. <laughs> look, uh, just, just, just taking Scott completely out of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, look, Kong would have lost, yes. 
But look at it like Kong, this. Godzilla would have lost did lose. Kong in King did of lose. the Monsters had he not been revived as well. Oh, no. So the sacrifice. Yeah, okay. So, yes. Revive, sacrifice, well, the same thing. So, technically, where do you go from there with that information? No, this, this so is it's, it's, No, no. Time out. Time out. And, 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 and King Godira was killed because two creatures of the terrestrial Earth one sacrificing him or herself, rather herself, so that Godzilla can go and, and dispel this alien fucking, you know, presence. Like when you bring the, the, the bullfrog into Australia and you drop it in there and Bot Simpson's like, oh, I, it's a bullfrog. I'd have called him Cheswasses. <laughs> and they take over. That's what King Godira was. So, it, no, that doesn't, that, that's not the same thing. In Kong versus Godzilla, up until Mechagodzilla had, even before Mechagodzilla showed up, Godzilla had his foot on the motherfucker's chest, screaming in his face, and Godzilla broke eye contact and looked away, meaning you're the dominant one, you win. Facts. After that, yes, then they had to come together as terrestrial beings of the same whatever to destroy this fucking man-made nonsense with the soul of king. It was a fun, weird, complicated nonsense. But yeah, no, Kong lost. And I can't tell my wife that because she's not trying to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) But... uh... One more question. Would you like to see continuation of this monster verse? Yes. Yeah. And I think we are. Uh, uh, something I did forget to mention that I think they're announcing Son of Kong. Yes, that's what I was kind of leading into. There, uh, There's apparently talks with the guy who directed uh, Godzilla vs. Kong and, you know, doing Son of Kong. But it won't be for like three, four, or five years because yeah, because who who's Kong fucking? He's by himself. <laughs> did, did did this did this um the chick from Iron Man three come up with some really interesting you know handheld techniques? <laughs> and where are they gonna gestate? And where are they getting the, the feet? Oh, the fucking egg. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I mean, he's in you know his home. Now, you know, where he was originally, so, you know, you never know. What do you mean his home? You're talking about the the dome and skull island? Hollow Earth. Completely destroyed. All right. That's, okay, good point. That's a good point. That is a good point. So, like, you know, he he did go into the monkey cave and nobody was there, but maybe the monkeys migrated somewhere else, you know, maybe he could find them and, you know. Wasn't there a scene scene where he jumped from the peak of one mountain and landed on the peak of another mountain on the upside down situation? Like, no, well, the the physics of the physics of the, you know, and the idea that the world is hollow is dumb, but it's not because there are caves that are fucking enormous. There are crystals that are the size of fucking skyscrapers. So who's to say that there is, I mean, there's no hole at the top and the bottom of the world. We know that, but who's to say? The Atacama Desert. Never mind. Never mind. I've been reading. I've been reading some Graham Hancock lately, and and I've got some conspiracy theories, but I will not get into it. Is Godzilla really living in the center of the earth? <laughs> okay. And uh, next thing I want to talk about is nobody. Don't spoil anything. I still want to watch it, but I can't pay fucking twenty dollars to watch it. Nobody. Yeah, is that the uh, name of the movie? Bob Odenkirk. Is this a ref? Oh, the punching of the face, right? Yes. Is it a re- is it a reference to Odysseus at all? I I don't know if it is, but I will say movie was badass. Yeah. Even the- is the guy is the guy on an adventure to get back to his family. First part. No, I mean. No. Okay, then no. It's not Odysseus. 
Yeah, and yeah, even Christopher Lloyd, even he was a bad actor. <gasps> yeah, what? I looked on IMDb and I saw he was in it. Oh my god. To see Christopher Lloyd as a villain would be fucking amazing. Well, he's a good guy. No. Even better. You said he's badass, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, he has been a villain in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. That's not that's that's cartoonish. I'm talking about like nobody to me feels like it's Bob Odenkirk from fucking Better Call Saul. It's got to be grounded in reality. It's basically like a spoof on John Wick, but it actually takes itself seriously. I guess. Is there a yeah, dog? In, it, in a sense. Jake doesn't. No, no dog. No dog. That's that's okay. what I've been told. I am. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this in lieu of the of these these titles that we've discussed. There was one huge John Wick moment in WandaVision where, like, how it should have, how it should have ended. Yeah. Hit, it on, hit, it on, hit it on the nail. <laughs> when I killed Sparky, I didn't realize I upset Keanu. <laughs> I've been hiding out in my basement ever since. He's a very handsome man. Okay. Been trying to, he's been trying to kill me. And last thing I will talk about is, of course, a big release that came out. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Yes! I will just say this. <clears throat> okay, four years ago, I was going crazy when the Zords were running to Angel Grove to the 95 movie scene. Two years ago, I was going crazy when everybody was coming back through Doctor Strange's portals and Captain led the group yelling, Avengers! Assemble! Assemble! Ooh, I got goosebumps. This year, it's Sub-Zero getting a spear and on his shoulder, and then suddenly you hear, Get over here! As the Mortal Kombat music is playing. Yes. And it wasn't subtle. Like, they, they, there was almost like a, like a, Skrr, 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 dun, 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 dun. Oh, oh, God! I had uh, to shut up. I was going to wake my son. I jumped up and shit. And he's like, shut calm down! Oh, <laughs> uh, I I loved it. I mean, I know there's some complaints about, it, but God damn it, I love this. I I love it even better than the '95 movie. Whoa, blasphemer! Blasphemer! Ooh, it has be it has begun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> next week, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, frankly, okay, that'll that'll shut me that'll shut me up right now if we do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about what about the cartoon version of, of the it's basically the same movie Scorpion's Revenge I'm, I'm almost through it it's because it's anime it's fucking amazing it's it's almost it's probably better I've, I've been meaning to watch that just haven't got around to it <laughs> alright never mind then um, fucking the beginning I, did you watch the first seven minutes when it came out the day before or whatever no I did not I did oh my god the wife was like why are we watching this stop this stop by the end she's like okay we're watching this <laughs> <laughs> they, ki- they killed the baby. They killed the mom. Spoilers for the uh, first seven minutes of a of a movie that's a couple weeks old. Uh, I do. My bad. I do love how they got more into the Sub Zero and Scorpion story, and like how it's supposed to be. You know, they're not supposed to be right hand men of a. I mean, they're not both supposed to be right hand men of Shang Tsung like in the original. They're supposed to be mortal enemies. Yeah, but the, there was that's why I like the first, there was subtlety about that, like that Shang Tsung would take over, you know, communities that were warring with each other and then make their 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 best warriors his bitches, even though they wanted to kill each other. 
right? So I thought that that was cool. Maybe that was just me being, you know, my, my, my damn Piper self. Maybe it actually wasn't there, and it was just me making the, da- the, the bad movie better. <laughs> and that's all. So, hey, guys, let's talk some Wayne's World. Excellent. No, no, no. Excellent. Or Zang in Cantonese. Zang. Well, Scott, you're first. <laughs> so we're not taking a break. Let's just go. I was, I was just letting you guys get it not get it out of your system. All right. No, no, no let's uh, just start it. <laughs> we'll be Silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche.
Just outside of Chicago. Galileo. 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 In the basement of this house. It's Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. Broadcast history is about to be made. Extreme close-up. Wow. I want you to find out who these guys are and where they do their show. What is this? Mr. Vanderhoff, this is your audience. It's two chimps on a Davenport in a basement. Here I am with the contract for $5,000. Excuse me? Now they're on their way. No way. Way. To fade. We still love me when I'm in my carbohydrate sequin jumpsuit. Young girls in white cotton panties, bloated, purple, dead on a toilet face. To fortune. Contractor, no. I will not bow to any sponsor. <laughs> and to babe heaven. What do you do if every time you see this one incredible woman, you, you think you're gonna hurl? I say hurl. If you blow chunks and she comes back, she's yours. If you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. Okay. It's Wade. This is definitely the type of place I'm gonna get when I move out of my parents' house. It's God. I love you, God. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. It's a movie. We're not Wayne's World. It just might be the greatest motion picture ever made. Are you mental? The has a devil put aside for me, for me. Wayne's World. And we're back. I don't have the IMDb open, but we're doing Wayne's World. Wayne's World, February 14th, 1992. Hey, Valentine's Day. 7.0. And of course, starring Mike Myers and Dana Carvey as Wayne and Garth. Can I just say, Dana Carvey follows me on Twitter? What? I I think you've mentioned that before, (laughs) yes. I have mentioned it before, yeah. I I feel you should mention that as often as possible. But yeah, he, he follows me on Twitter. Dude, we got an end. To think that I, I watched his movies as a kid, and then later on in life, he followed me on Twitter. <laughs> he heard about you. you uh, you've missed Tia Carrera, uh, Jake. Tia Carrera's in this movie, in the height well, of Tia Carrera-ness. Well, 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 well I wasn't going to get to that before Scott interrupted me. Yeah, but then I interrupted the whole nonsense and, and, and jumped in there first. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob Lowe and Brian Doyle Murray. <laughs> the great Brian Doyle Murray. A bunch of other people too, but we will get into that. I hope Scott's going to do a, a, a rundown light because we're working on time. Jake and I are going to try not to take up too much time by talking about every single second of this movie. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, we start out in Aurora, Illinois. Rock music fans Wayne Campbell and Garth Elgar host a public access television show called Wayne's World. Are you plagiarizing From, uh, right now, Scott? Yes, I am. <laughs> we'll we'll cite it we'll cite the link or something i don't know <laughs> from uh wayne's uh, parents basement a uh, broadcast of wayne's world uh catches the attention of television producer benjamin kane uh while out cruising with uh friends in garth's car the mirthmobile singing bohemian rhapsody i'm and, just a little boy from a poor family and this is pretty much what the movie is famous for Bringing Bohemian Rhapsody back to life, like, what is it, a year after Freddie Mercury passed? Oh, very recently after, yeah, right? Um, 
and and making it so in 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 the american white boy culture like gay is death and i'm sorry but freddie mercury was gay never came out whatever but naming your band queen at this time of the 70s and 80s and the trans you know the 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 you know Ziggy stardust and shit like it worked and then the 90s it was in retrospect a huge moment for fucking like just the band to remind you um, this is maybe the best music you've ever heard in your life. And Freddie Mercury is a genius motherfucker. Now bang your head to it. And of course, about almost 30 years later, Mike Myers makes a cameo in the movie saying, this is not the kind of music people would be banging their heads in the car too. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, and he stops to admire a 1964 Fender Stratocaster. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Before we even get there, we have to mention that as they're out cruising, having fun, it's it's just they're, they're dudes in between, like, I want to say 19 to 25. They're, you know, they're they're high school graduates, maybe not college, but like losers. And I've got fucking name tags from all of my loser jobs. Anyway, when they're driving around, they see one of their homeboys just sitting there like, oh, there's Scott. He's party out already. It's fucking 745. He's, he's going to fucking puke all over himself. <laughs> they put him in a car. If you're going to spew... Says Garth, he holds up a little fucking Dixie cup, spew into this. <laughs> so this is the subtle humor we're looking for. And so in the climax of the, let him go, let me go, I got to puke, let him go. Let, in, the, in the Bohemian Rhapsody, he decides to let go of his I have to puke and let the music overtake him. And he is healed by the music. Moving on. I got to stop. Go ahead. They later go to a nightclub where they avoid Wayne's troubled ex-girlfriend, Stacy. Laura Flamboy. Apparently, she can't let him go. And apparently, she's really hard to work with. <laughs> okay. Laura Flamboy. So, yeah, uh, some of the commentaries in some of the movies, the director's like, yeah, um, Laura Flamboy is difficult to work with. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Wayne, he ends up falling for Cassandra Wong, vocalist and bassist of the band Crucial Taunt. Which and is a great band name. What a great band name for the 90s. Impresses her with his Cantonese. Zang. Anyway, it must be just, hey, must be just, there's a difference between Cantonese and Mandarin. Mandarin is the national language of China. China's history is about, you know, taking over different regions within the area that is China over hundreds of years, whatever, maybe thousands, and lots of different languages. The two dominant languages that came up in that area were Cantonese. And fucking Mandarin. And the fact that he's speaking Mandarin in 92 shows a little bit of love for Tibet, maybe? Dalai Lama, we love you. Hope you follow us on stuff. I don't know. We got Dana Carvey. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Benjamin meets with uh, Wayne and Garth to convince them to sell him the rights to their show for $5,000 each. Later, uh, Wayne returns to the music store and purchases the Stratocaster with the money. No steroid. Uh, Denied. Denied. <laughs> it's funny when I started getting into like guitar stuff, like you know, researching what kind I wanted. There were so many videos of people, <laughs> you know, attempting to do it, and just like the shop owners running over, don't play that. <laughs> I mean, uh, so my 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 thing was I didn't like it was Zeppelin, right? Zeppelin is stairway. Yes. Yes. Okay, so I never heard or knew that one. And so then I heard it, and I was like, well, why not? And and the joke came back. It was like, well, it's, it's a beautiful piece of music that you don't want to hear somebody fuck up. Is that the joke? 
I think a lot of it came from Wayne's World. I, I don't know. It's called yeah, that would be true. Riff. As the oldest person here, I should know, right? I should know these things. Cause I was alive. Don't you have I the did. iPad next to you? Can't you just look it up? I have the trivia open. I'm not going through it. I'm, it's, I, I'm rusty. It's been a year and a half. I just like hanging out with my boys. Well, Benjamin attempts to steal Cassandra from Wayne using his wealth and good looks by distracting Wayne and Garth with an all-access ticket to uh, Alice Cooper concert in Milwaukee. Oh, sounds like fun. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> now, you guys come from Milwaukee. Hey, you know, Grant, Bill, whatever his friend. Did you know that the, the city is Milwaukee from the original Native American language of, my God, they make Alice Cooper, like, I remember I, my music teacher, I was doing the saxophone at the time, was like, yeah, the difference between Alice Cooper and Jim Morrison is Alice Cooper can take that shit off on stage and live a normal life when Jim Morrison was just like, no, I'm a hedonist everywhere. Let's get high all the time and then die fat in the tub. <laughs> no, you will, Jim. And you did. Alice is alive and well to this day. Well, at the concert, Wayne and Garth make the acquaintanceship of a bodyguard to music producer Frankie Sharp, head of Sharp Records. Uh, while filming the revamped Wayne's World under Benjamin's oversight, Wayne and Garth find it difficult to adjust Hold to on, the... Hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out. All right, so what Scott, Scott's missing is, yes, Benjamin, they sold out to Benjamin, and Benjamin's like, yo, you got to move from your hometown to this big city. We got to do the, the on our soundstage. You got to do it the way we tell you to. And so conflict, you know, starts to arise because, you know, Wayne's like, hey, we're going to do this. And Garth is like, yeah, I don't think I want it. Yeah. You know, the, and, and it's <laughs> great because I think... Most of us have a friend that's like Garth. We might be Garth to other friends, right? So there's this hierarchy of sometimes I'm Wayne in the relationship and sometimes I'm Garth. So I can understand where Garth is coming from. And then they have that scene where it's like, would you like some Doritos or Pizza Hut or Pepsi? Would you like to have some Reebok? No, bro. I just think it's weak to, to like sell fucking, you know products uh on our airtime that's rude excuse me i'm just gonna take a drink of my genesee uh, light beer here <laughs> oh well i well i wear my fruit of the looms underwear and my uh, uh nike hat <clears throat> <laughs> but i love the con- i love the conflict between these best friends as they as they get successful um because it, it mirrors any relationship as success is thrust upon you like our podcast it's been very like uh, Housewives of L.A. You guys. Okay, Sean. Sorry. Their contract obliges them to give a promotional interview to their sponsor Noah Vanderhoff, who owns a franchise of amusement arcades. After Wayne ridicules Vanderhoff on the show, he is fired, leaving it's Garth been... to host Jake, the show. On his Jake, own. you got to do it. I, he shushed me. You got to do it. The speaker said what? What? He said the speaker said what? What? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's uh, let's just say that uh, Garth is not the kind of guy who <laughs> is good in the spotlight. Uh, you didn't, you didn't say. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm doing okay. Not. <laughs> we met. We we missed. You didn't say two or one though. That, like you were going to say five. Four. You missed two and one. Yeah, because in TV you don't say two and one. 
which is Kurt Fuller. We didn't mention Kurt Fuller as like the lackey producer guy. He's like the go between between the higher ups and like Wayne and Garth. And so he keeps trying to be the guy's like, hey, dude, take it easy. Let's chill. We can get this show on the road. And, and they're both like, yeah, fuck those guys. But, you know, like you're cool. Well, uh, because Garth is uh, hosting the show, it, you know, doesn't make him too happy. So it begins to jeopardize their friendship. Uh, jealous of the attention Benjamin is giving Cassandra, Wayne attempts to prevent her from uh, participating in the Crucial Taunt music video shoot. But she ends up breaking with up with him for uh, his distrust. As well she should, dude. Like, I'm trying to have my career pull off the ground. You should probably just be like, I think he's trying to fuck you. Um, but I love you and, and, and good luck. Just like, Scott, when, it ha- when this happens to you, when our podcast goes off the ground and you meet that gorgeous lead singer to the band and you guys fall in love just give her her space Scott Uh, Wayne and Garth reconcile and hatch a scheme to win Cassandra back by getting her a record deal they plan to ensure Frankie Sharp hears crucial taunt play uh, while Garth and their friends infiltrate a satellite station with the aid of Benjamin's assistant Wayne goes to uh, Cassandra's video shoot, but uh, embarrasses himself in an attempt to expose Benjamin's ulterior motives. I guarantee you. And it's a funny scene. There's no film in this camera. (laughs) (laughs) The snake weighs a ton. It looks great, sweetie. It looks pretty fucking phallic, bro. Well... Uh, Cassandra intentionally tells him to uh, go home, but upon realizing that Benjamin is up to no good, she changes her mind and leaves for Aurora with Wayne, who apologizes to her. And, and that delivery of, Wayne, go home! Oh, it just hit. I'm sorry. I know it's a silly comedy movie, but god damn, I still hear it in my soul. And, uh, well, of course, I just want to mention one of my favorite parts we missed when Wayne is driving. He is pulled over by a cop. Yes, officer. Is there a problem? Have you seen this boy? And he holds up a picture of John Connor from Terminator. <laughs> and it is. It's, it's, what's his name? What is it's Robert, Robert Patrick. Patrick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, does he, does he go to the gas station in this one, or is that part two? Uh, I think it's part two. In the gas station? Yeah, part to... two with... Uh, with what's his Charlton name? Heston? Okay, we'll I, wait. I, 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 I wasn't gonna. Go on, moving on. The Wayne's World crew hacks into Sharp's satellite television and broadcasts the crucial taunt performance from Wayne's basement, where Sharp and Benjamin converge. Well, uh, unfortunately, though, sorry, don't mean to, to cut, but just in his limo, like that's that's a brilliant little plot. But they're just sending it to his limo. It's 1992. You can do that. Can you really though? Uh, I mean, when was satellite television first, you know, created? Who knows? Right. So, like, if he's if he's pulling a signal into his specific car, like he's got money. So maybe I don't know. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Sharp declines to offer Crucial Taunt a record contract. As a result, Cassandra breaks up with Wayne permanently. What the uh, fuck? What a sad ending. What? <laughs> She and Benjamin depart to a tropical resort. Stacy reveals that she is pregnant with Wayne's child. And finally, an electrical fire destroys Wayne's house and kills Garth. Well, realistic. What? I mean, it's a realistic ending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, dissatisfied with this ending, Wayne and Garth turn to the film's audience and halt the proceedings. They restart the scene Jake? in which Benjamin... You ready? Benjamin is unmasked as Old Man Withers in a Scooby-Doo parody ending. Still unsatisfied with this ending, they restart again with the mega-happy ending in which Cassandra successfully signs a record contract and begins a relationship with Wayne. Garth uh, begins a relationship with a waitress, uh, while a reformed Benjamin learns that money and good looks don't necessarily bring happiness. And then he went, he moved to Pawnee, Indiana, and became a very successful head of government, named Chris Traeger. And we roll credits. Well done, dude. I think that's how we should do it from now on. Don't get mad at me for adding color. I'm a color commentator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, seeing as you have so much to say, how about you go first? Man, what's 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 the scale? Don't don't tell me. Piece of shit. Just OK, right? Bad. And bad. I was about to say, we got to have something between piece of shit and just OK. <laughs> <laughs> bad. Um, so that, you know, that just OK is, is the middle finger. And then and then um, pretty good. Good. And yep. then the best. The best. This is the best. This is of high quality. This is just uh, what the microcosm of the humor of 1991 to 1992 in the Saturday Night Live fan base or whatever. There were other Saturday Night Live movies that are stunning works of art. I mean, Blues Brothers, obviously, but Wayne's World. Man is something above the the fold. Uh, the jokes, you know, um, the storyline, the ideas um, towards, you know, th- th- we missed out on the fucking uh, what was the what was the name of the cl- the, the 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 gaslight or something like that. Uh, Wayne is like Wayne. He's just a dude, but Garth is Batman, and that bodyguard who was trying to stop him should not have fucked with Garth. Because that dude is probably slurping his food out of a straw to this day. Because that is a lot of electricity <laughs> to send through somebody. <laughs> yeah, this is the best for me, without hesitation. Um, I, 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 I think Wayne is a good character that Michael Myers created. He's created some bad ones, you know. One of them killed his career because you shouldn't you shouldn't talk like an Indian person. If you're white, even if you're pretending to be grown, never mind. The, the love guru was bad. Best. All right, Jake. Yes, best. I mean, you know, I watched this. I'll probably maybe a decade after it came out, but you know, I always knew Wayne and Garth from watching Saturday Night Live, and of course, the movie. God damn it, was it funny? I man, it's what can you say? I mean, like Myers and. Dana Garvey worked so well together, and it's just so funny, and so is everybody else. I mean, what can I say other than it's just funny as hell? Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's tough to, to put, because a lot of the humor is, is very timed, um, but Ed O'Neill's, you know, presence as the... Um, uh, the, the donut shop owner and Stan Makita's donuts. It makes it a Chicago movie because Stan Makita is a hockey legend in Chicago. And then Jake, tell me you got it pulled up because I, I should have the, the rant that he goes on where he talks about, you know, I, you know, I have this, this lover and, 
you know, it's a very intense relationship and uh, he has been with me, blah, 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 blah. Why did they come to me to die? Oh, no. He's like, <laughs> the, the, the question that I have late at night that's keeping me up, haunting me. Why did they come to me to die? Why? And this is Al Bundy delivering this stunning performance <laughs> in a comedy movie. And it really does feel hilarious. like Al, Al Bundy. Well, it's hard to get away from, I mean, when you're Al Bundy for so many years, you can't not be that. Like, you can't not be seen as that guy. I'm a big West Wing fan, and he came in as a, as a political figure, like a person running for president. You're just like, Al Bundy's running for president? What are you doing? You can't, you can't make it. And then it's funny because I'm not going to run because my wife, is she's got her problems. Oh, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, we didn't talk about fucking Ed O'Neill's character. We didn't talk about Chris Farley. A lot of girlfriends are in there. Oh, no, that's the next movie. That's no, he uh, is in the he first He was in this one. He's in, He's both. in this no, but, one. But that line. That line. Is, yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. Um, but he, he, yeah, so see, it's going to be tough to grade the next one. Spoiler alerts, because Chris Farley started out as what Mr. Big security guard, where he gives some expositor, like, you know, if you give and he's a genius, like, you know, it's, it's, he's got his own satellite situation and his, and his own car. He pulls up the, uh, the signal from a specific satellite. The satellite's, uh, serial number is one, five, seven, one, five. I don't know why I know that, but I'm telling you right now, if someone were to go to it and then they would, he, he gives them the whole story. Like this to me was Wayne and, and, and Dana Carvey saying like, hey, guys, he's the next big thing. Pay attention to him. He's beautiful. Chris, here's a little rub. Right. That's what they call it in wrestling. Scott, don't they? A little rub here. He's looking good. We're going to put him over. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, For me, honestly, this is only like the second time I think I've watched this movie. First time when I originally watched it like six years ago so uh typically this movie is not on like tv or any of the streaming apps just the second one so you know for me this one you know is i think a little bit lower on the spectrum for the second one just because i've seen Wait, that one more before you like you're saying I, this I, I, is I, I, not I, 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 on? No, no, I don't want to cut. I'm just saying you're saying this is not. I thought that like it used to be. On, Jake, wasn't this on TV all the time when we were younger? Maybe I don't know, but yeah, like it would that. be like somebody trying to give out a a, a a copy of Peter Frampton with with a with with some you know Kelgon in the mail. Everybody <laughs> had it. It was ubiquitous. Me earlier saying that it, it was on TV on uh, what Comedy Central. Yep. <laughs> Just, yeah. uh, just ended before the show began, too. And you know what's funny is that Jake found that information out, and then he immediately told two friends. Now, Scott and I tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so on, and so on, and so Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. Scott, I'm sorry. That was rude. Well, yeah, so uh, for me, this one's not uh, you know, on the same level as the second one, I think, just because you know I've seen that one more. But you know, the, you know, talking with you guys and you know having, having fun running it down and whatnot, you know, this, I'm I'm still gonna give it a pretty good. Did you see the second one first? You're saying more. Did you no. see the second one first? Okay, interesting. I've just uh, I the second one's on streaming services, so I've actually seen it. More You've than enjoyed it. You've experienced it. Times, enjoyed it more. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, not going to jump down your throat because that's not me, as we well know in our dynamic. But if we had Balzac or 
Nudie or stand them anybody on they they'd be ripping they'd be eviscerating you right now with fucking like jagged <laughs> rusty dull metal swords and making you feel like less than a man. But I hear your uh, your argument and it's valid and I still feel like you um, were criticized by me enough. Jake, get him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sick him, boy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's about it for me. You know, it's a lot of it. I feel like is you know just jokes that you have to get from like Saturday Night Live sketches that they've actually done. Wrong. If you like, did, it would enhance those jokes. But it was it was timely. So if you were live at that time, the jokes would have made more sense. That is yeah. the real issue. Whereas in the second one, and we'll get into it in a minute, I feel like the the jokes are maybe a little bit broader. You know, so they're a little bit more timeless. Yeah, I, I can see that. Jake, you ready? Speaking of the second one. Yeah. I, I'm ready to talk about the next movies and stuff. Excellent. Alright, take a short break and then we'll be back with one little feet. <laughs> Grace the ground on the door. She and 
Paramount Pictures presents Extreme Closer! Wow! That was just like the first movie. Wayne. It's Heather Locklear. There is a God. Heather be thy name. And Garth. I feel weird. In their first movie since their last one. What's it called? It's called, uh, the... It's called... Wayne's World 2. Yes! Wow. People need to be entertained. They need the distraction. Welcome to Makita's. Uh, yes, uh, I'd like ruler, a girl ox, and a Makita cop. What? They've moved out of the basement. I'm what you call Sans parents. And into the spotlight. Yes, and could I please have a donut and a... Let me try to recap the order. A crawler, two sugar pucks, a Stanley cup, a large coffee with cream, a raspberry jelly donut, orange drink, and a box of five holes. Yeah. Thank you. It's the love affair of the year. I'm Honey. Horney. Nice to meet you, Miss Horney. Take me, Garth. Where? I'm low on gas and you need a jacket. <laughs> it's the fight of the decade. <laughs> The rock concert of the century. Mr. Campbell, you're serious about putting on a rock concert? Are you kidding? I'd give my right eye. It's Wayne. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. It's Garth. Howdy on. It's a whole new world. And it's early your way. Wayne's World 2. I almost forgot. This year, Garth finally got pubes. It's the sequel you knew was coming. You didn't tell him about my pubes, did you? No, of course not. And we're back. Wayne's World 2. 1993, December 10th, and 6.2. So, yeah, just a tad bit lower. And uh, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, and Tia Carrere return. And so now, Chris uh, Farley. Yes. And now our <laughs> villain... A villain in this one is Christopher Walken. Is this the first Christopher Walken movie we've done on the show, fellas? Is this like a young Bane? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the first Walken we've done. Oh. Uh, I, I, I know, know we've what? done Walken. We've definitely done Walken on the show, just fucking around. Yeah, I, I'm kind he's, of... Uh, he's in everything. Well, yeah. So... I, I try to do synopsis on IMDb, but a synopsis on this page is weird. It's more like a, somebody's doing a paper on the movie. So, I didn't sure. write it, I swear. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, Wayne's World 2. Wayne and Garth, they're now in a Acme doll factory out of the basement. And they're doing a quick show, just like we are. <laughs> because they got tickets to see Aerosmith tonight. So they get done with the show, and Wayne brings it up all to up to speed what's going on. And, uh, you know, about everything that's going on between them and Garth finally getting his first pubes. Over the summer, I got pubes. Like, holy shit, how old are you, man? You're in your 20s. <laughs> so he's they get to the, the Aerosmith show, and just like Alice Cooper's, they got backstage passes to see them. And just like Alice Cooper, they do the, we're not worthy! But Steven Tyler considers them, considers them worthy. Dude, you're worthy. Get up. Fuck. I like how they just flash the fucking backstage passes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're okay. We're going to be back. It is a fun. Yeah, it's like, ha, 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 ha. 
<laughs> and of course, Cassandra is at the backstage shoe with Bobby Kahn, of course, who is Christopher Walken. Look, if you're going to do uh, a Walken impression, <laughs> you've got to. I don't know. Do I, I can't do one either. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's tough. Like, it's really hard. <laughs> it, was, it was a whole lot better than Jake's, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Wayne and Garth get left out of the party while Cassandra goes with Bobby, and they're trying to tell the security guard, hey, my girlfriend's in there. Sir, everybody's girlfriend is in here. <laughs> a <laughs> lot of girlfriends are in there. And they are left alone with a bunch of uh, losers, including, you know, these two nerds that come up like, hey, you guys are winning girls, right? Right? <laughs> and, oh my god, I, I found out after I watched the movie, I had to go back and look, and you know who one of these nerdy characters was? Tell me. He's a nobody. The nobody we were talking about earlier. It's Bob Odenkirk? Yes. Nice. Yeah. I was wow. like, what? And I went back and I'm like, yep. That would have been Bob Odenkirk like 30 years ago. Yeah. I, it, he really looked familiar. <laughs> so that night, Wayne's laying in bed and he has a dream that an Indian leads him through the desert all the way to Jim Morrison. Yeah. And this is a direct reference to the movie The Doors. And, well, Jim Morrison. He gives Wayne his uh, his path. He must throw a big concert, invite all the bands. But first he has to go to Dell Preston. And of course he lets him know that it's all real because Garth is finally going to get his Sports Illustrated phone. And, football oh, phone. Football <laughs> phone. And what else was in there? The history of the Stanley Cup and Sports Illustrated. Um, and, and a lot of naked ass. I mean, the the fucking the guy who plays Jim Morrison, like anybody who plays Jim Morrison, dude, it's kind of like even the guy who was a wrestler, uh, Scott. There was a guy who played Jim Morrison. It's not a hard role to play. He's just having a good time and fucking lit. Ah, oh. you know, he's my favorite Native American friend, dude. He brought you to me. Have a seat and learn about what you should do. You got some drugs? Well. Well, they go over to England. Well, it's looking like they're going to England. You know, we just have to play and hear their voices. It's like, I'm so amazed the studio would send us to England, not like sending doubles. And, of course, all we see is a back of, like, like terrible, obviously. horrible doubles. Obviously <laughs> not Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. <laughs> and so, yeah, we get to meet Del Preston. And, well, he's not believing that at first, but... When Wayne tells him about the dream, oh yeah, he's in it for sure. The weird naked Indian. Yeah. That line does not hold up. <laughs> should not have been uttered in 1993. Oh, that's another thing we should talk about. The first movie came out, and then immediately next year, the second movie came out. Right. I mean, you know, the first one was February 92, and and this one was December, so. Yeah, Just about. Almost Just years. about two years. Almost, right? That's weird. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, and so they go back to America. They tell Cassandra and Bobby what their plan is, yo. But, of course, they they have really no idea what's going on. So, of course, they look around the office to figure out what they're going to do. We're going to call it uh, Wayne Stock. And uh, Aerosmith is going to be there. And 
Van Halen and some old man you know, making a canoe out of wood. <laughs> <laughs> Rip Taylor. Yeah. Rip Torn. Taylor. No, I know. I want to see Rip Torn, though. He's a, he's a mean old man. <laughs> and he knows aliens. And, of course, well, it's almost around this time, too, we're finding out. I mean, we should have guessed it because it's Christopher Walken, but Bobby's not really a good guy. Yeah, he just wants yeah. to get some drugs. The only thing I can think about when people say Rip Taylor is Jackass 3. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was in first Jackass as well. Yeah, I think he was. (laughs) We haven't even talked about Honey Hornet. Are we going to get to Honey Hornet? Yes, we are. Okay. Well, they almost have it set, so they have to go to Parks and Rec to get a permit. You know, on their way there, they get kind of lost and... You know, they're just sitting in a car in the middle of the night, rainy. And in the middle of a park, because they're trying to, like, they're, they're scouting a park. They're scouting locations, so they're in the middle of a park. And if you've ever gone driving in a park, you know that the roads are, like, very, like, on purpose. Like, oh, look here, look, it's like you're driving in a zoo or, like, a certain kind of park. Yeah. A Jurassic Park. <laughs> 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 and, I love this scene so much. And yeah, they look out, and there's a T-Rex looking at them. Oh! I got, I got, I got to do the thing that I do. So they stop to look at a map, and and Garth is like, "Would you like a cup of water?" And and Wayne's like, "Yes, thank you. I'd like some water. I will pour you some water." And then they put the water on the thing, and then you know Wayne has pulled out the map and put it on the driver's side, you know, window, and they're looking at it with a flashlight. And they're like, well, if we go here and they go there, oh, this is Adley Stevenson. <laughs> Wait, did you hear that? <laughs> and then they go to the water and it and it does the whole Spielberg water thing and they pull the map down and that's the eye of the T Rex. They yell and scream and then it shows the Mirthmobile hauling ass. And again, it's a topical like of the time joke specifically because the the movie came out this like six months before that because we just talked it was a summer movie of '93. <laughs> but now, if you know Jurassic Park. That that joke makes sense, right? That's that's broad humor. Well, they get to the Parks and Rec department, and they have to talk to Kevin Pollack, who's a head there. He was wearing sunglasses at first, but once he takes them off, uh, one of his eyes doesn't look right. It's it's not his left eye, by the way. Yeah, his. I guess it was something with a pigmentation, so it's much lighter than his other eye, and. Well, Wayne and Garth are just trying to... Not. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I got some of an eye for this. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to home assign this and dot the lowercase J's. J's. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like in Gold Member, Austin Powers Gold Member, when Fred Savage has the big old mole. <laughs> And it's around this time, Garcia's at a laundromat, and this is where he meets Honey Hornet, played by Kim Basinger. I mean, Basinger. Well, I've heard it both ways. I've. I just I want to say something inappropriate with both ways. I mean, the '90s, the '80s. She. I mean, this is the first true. Batman girl, like Bond girl, right? Batman girl, like Kim Basinger was in the original 89 Batman, and she was stunning. She was fucking Vicky Vale. Like, come on! And she's playing Honey Ornay. 
You wish you wish to be Garth. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, also around this time, probably one of my favorite parts, Cassandra. <laughs> she has to watch Wayne's World and show Bobby an episode. In this particular episode, they're just talking about the doll factory during. Wayne's talk about how you know it kind of reminds me of that movie The Leprechaun. You remember that no, one? No, don't talk about that. Scary. No, stop. The one where the guy's like, "I'm the leprechaun." Oh my God, Jake, stop. <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. Jake, you're scared. John, John, Easy. Pixie dust. Pixie dust. Pixie dust. The leprechaun is scary. You can't do Pixie that, dust, man. Pixie You don't know about the culture, man. You don't even see Pixie dust. Pixie dust, Sean. It's me. It's me. It's me. The leprechaun. And uh Wayne gets to meet Cassandra's dad, James Hong. And uh, well, he doesn't really approve of Wayne at first, and this is where we get to a dub fight. <laughs> Dope. Dope fight. And uh, at a party to raise money for Wayne Stock, well, we see that Cassandra is dancing with Bobby and... Whoa, oh my god, dude, I just said dope fight. You didn't even say how it ended. How did the fight end, Jake? <laughs> there was respect between the two, and Wayne said, zang. Like, they, you know? All right, you're, 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 you're worthy of my daughter, and you may date her. Thank you very much. <laughs> zang. Like, that shit was great. Yeah, like I said, Wayne's starting to notice that Cassandra's hanging out with Bobby a lot more, so next day, they do a little spying on her, like, Wayne's Dressed up as a construction worker, Garth as a policeman, Terry, uh, was it Terry's a sailor? Yeah, they're YMCA. <laughs> well, damn it, you ruined the joke because I was like, why are they dressed up like this? Well, they end up going into a gay club and being mistaken for the village people. Is it the Blue Oyster Club, by the way? Because that was the club in, in Police Academy movies that was always the gay club. <laughs> yeah. Which, have we done the Police Academy movies? We've done the we've first done. movie. Okay. Sorry, I'll shut up now. And even the Indian joins in when they're doing YFCA. <laughs> Had to do it. Had to do it. Well, Wayne confronts Gus Sonder and breaks up with her. She takes it by punching him in the face. Around this time, Garth is getting a lot more intimate with Hane, and even ends up losing his virginity. <laughs> it's, it's Honey Horne. Like, the honey is not, there's no accent on the honey, it's Horne. I love your fucking Midwestern approach <laughs> to accents and, and strange words. Jake, I love you. I miss you. <laughs> this is great. And well, they end up going on the a talk show called Handsome Dan. I'm like, we well, gotta see this handsome Dan guy. Well, a handsome man walks up to him at first, played by Jefferson. For... Damn it, I'm sorry. I should let you finish. I just wanted to give the premise that they've been listening to this this TV or TV. That's stupid. Radio program. <laughs> I know, like stupid. But like, they've got the smooth talking handsome Dan. Like, oh my god! And, and earlier in the movie, like that motherfucker must smash so much pussy. He's got to get it all the time. And then they got all right. Let's move it over to whatever uh, screaming guy. And the guy screams on the radio, and they turn the radio off. Yeah. So handsome guy. Like a guy played by Jefferson from Married with Children, of course. I was like, no, guys, I'm not Dan. So, <clears throat> handsome Dan actually is Harry Sherrer. <laughs> Kent Brockman. 
well, Homer fucking Simpson. Uh, no. Isn't he? No, that's Dan Castellano. Yeah, my bad. Well, Simpson's voice, but uh, you know, he's he's got the the he's short, right? He's got the the curly hair. He looks sweaty. He's wearing like a like a, a, a like a, a shirt that that is not very flattering. Oh fuck! Hi, you're you're handsome. Is this this is ironic? I fucking hate radio now. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and the dad, he's not very good, like host to the guy because you know they keep talking about Wayne Stock and all he can say is uh huh uh huh. Uh-huh. 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 You're not really paying attention <laughs> to us. So you don't know uh-huh. what we say, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you're a speaker boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well it's that... been great having you here. It's uh, Wayne and Garth. Uh, party up. Well, things aren't looking too good for them. Like, they're not getting any bands. Garth is hanging a lot more with uh, Honey and... Uh, well, people are thinking Wayne's insane for talking about this dream with Jim Morrison he keeps having. And, of course, Cassandra breaking up with him. Well, after a while, well, Garza, he's with Honey, and she talk about her husband. It's like, I want you to kill him. No, I don't want you to kill him. Well, she says she doesn't want Garza to kill him, but she's pretty much saying, yes, you should kill him. And specifically, she is, and they, and they do the camera from behind. Anyway, she's she's she drops down, and they're on the couch, and she just puts her head in his crotch, and is waving her head back and forth, like doing a lap dance with her forehead. <laughs> no, 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 and kicking her feet back and forth. It's the sexiest thing that he's ever seen. And they and they show her little heart shaped hiney from behind, and the motherfucker. He walks out of the, the. He's got the gun in his hand. Got you. <laughs> yeah, and Wayne uh, Garth is realizing. This shit gets crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Rip Taylor ends up meeting with Wayne, saying he also had to dream with Jim Morrison. And, uh, well, as around this time, they're starting to notice a lot of people coming up. People are coming for Wayne stock. Yeah, but Rip, Rip Taylor actually talked some shit about Jim Morrison. I want to touch on this. He was like, I see him more of as a, like a, a modern day crooner. Fuck you, bro. Okay, he was singing songs. He was singing. I mean, he sounded similar to the way that Frank Sinatra would sing a song. But the band that he was a part of was ripping your fucking in, like they begat Megadeth and and White Snake and Def Leppard and fucking you know Slipknot. Like if it weren't for the Doors, you guys would not have the plethora of terrible music that you love so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure it. eventually it would have got there regardless, but. Yeah, it either way, like, a lot longer. people are showing up for Wayne Stock, but uh, the bands aren't, and Wayne has to leave because he learns that Cassandra is going to marry Bobby. So he has to... <laughs> yeah, they've been, they haven't even been together for what, a week? <laughs> I mean, she's making moves to, to help her family to be in a position of, of, of pride for her father. She's taking on the dude that's what, 20, 30 years older than her and, and all of his money? Oh, dear, it's creepy. Well, on the way to to find her, he has to stop by a gas station to find out where this church is. So this guy starts going on the little speech about a woman he knew, and Wayne just stops. It's like, it's, it's can we find a better actor? I mean, I know it's a small <laughs> role. So we switch out. Was it Terry Bradshaw? I can't find It's like, I always thought that guy was Terry Bradshaw. I don't see It think was. So. But we switch out for Charlton Heston. Oh, yeah. Good choice. 
And oh no, Alan Hansen, bad actor. It was not Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne finds the church, and it's kind of like the graduate, where he's just standing at the glass windows, yelling Cassandra, and he actually convinces her to leave with. It's the him. graduate. Yes, yeah, it's the graduate. And we're going back to Waynestock, which is kind of bombing. So back to the desert dream we go, uh, this time with Garth. And, you know, Jim says, you know what? The vans weren't ever going to show up. And, you know, it just leaves them stranded in the desert. Jim! 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 <laughs> I love the way that his Canadian ass screams. Like, it's it's Jim. But he somehow makes it a French word. Jim! And, and they're... It was just crawling through the desert. It seemed like for days. I was like, come on, let's give this a happier ending. Let's give this Thelma and Louise ending. <laughs> and, and here they are. Yeah. Near a cliff and like, let's go. Off they go. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's give it a happier ending. While so, they're in mid-flight, like there's anti-gravity happening. So it's like, you know what? I can't feel my balls and my stomach hurts. Let's do something different. And so, yeah, basically it's just like the first movie. We're going back, and then we get happier ending because the Indian brings Aerosmith to Wayne's dock. Wong. Everything's looking good for everybody. I mean, Garth has a new girl, basically a, a look-alike for him. Yeah, and, he's got himself a little, uh, you know, opposites attract sometimes. Other times, they don't. And... Wayne and Cassandra are happy again. Bobby shows up trying to get in. He's like, my girlfriend is in there. And Chris Farley tells him, sir, everybody's girlfriend is in here. <laughs> and we roll credits, but mid-credit sequence is after Wayne's talk is over. It's trash everywhere. Indians there, tear to his eye. But Wayne and Garth are like, hey, we're going to help we'll you out. Yeah. We'll clean it up. It's okay, Rote. No, you don't have to cry. We're going to help. See, we're helping. It's okay. Come on. It's all right. We're good. We're good. Yeah, only two white people. We're the rest of us. And roll credits. Sean, what do you think of this? Really? You're, you're going to go to me? Okay. I tried not to interrupt. <laughs> <sighs> you know, it's, it's interesting. Like the way that uh, Scott talked about, I had these feelings and then listening, I had so much fun with you guys. Last time I watched these two movies was on the VHS cassette tapes that we had in the house. They were not the Piper families. <laughs> See what I did there? Almost went to the wrong place. Um, but they belonged to friends of one of my sisters. And so, you know, they just stayed at the house. And we watched them. Man, they seemed to be the same exact movie for my fucking dumbass. Uh, and, and I couldn't get past that for a while. Then there was DVR. And they were on Comedy Central, or they were on fucking, I don't know what, uh, Plex. Same fucking movie. God. <sighs> listen, listen to you break them down. And they were different movies. They were the same goddamn movie. I got no place else to go. That that scene, what are you doing here from, you know, um, the gentleman and officer. But Chris Farley getting hit by tennis balls is fucking genius. <laughs> Just that, just, I'm going to hit him with tennis balls from the tennis ball. Like, really? That's a good idea. Chris, was that your idea? Oh, absolutely. I sure Chris Farley's birthday. Uh, I don't know where to grade this guy. It's, um, 
It's not a best. It's pretty damn good, though. Scott? Well, like I said, I mean, this one I've seen a few more times, you know. I like Mike Myers overall. He's, you know, a funny guy. He's got. Oh, you like the Love Guru? You're a fan of the Love Guru. You like the Love Guru. I've never actually seen that movie. Right? Like, you don't (laughs) want to taint yourself. (laughs) Honestly, I'd watch it. I just don't. It's not on anything, so there's no it's opportunity never allowed, to do it. It's never allowed, you know. Uh, I try and sit through it, and you can't get through the first 45 minutes. I promise you, it's so terrible. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, you know, a lot of good, you know, comedy moments. You know, you gotta love the uh, the Jurassic Park fucking Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the T-1000 scene from the first movie. When you oh, think my God, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. See, the same fucking movie with different... Oh. <laughs> I want to re- I want to reconsider. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, pretty damn good with this one. Uh, I went pretty good with the last one. So. Yeah, yeah, so... So, I watched this one... Almost immediately after I watched the first movie. I mean, maybe not e- immediately, like maybe like a month or so afterwards. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Time when you get older. <laughs> maybe I did. Watch I it. watched it immediately after. Well, maybe it was. A I month mean, after. you can burn through. You can burn through both of. They're both an hour and a half. You can burn through both of them in the afternoon. Yeah, and again, it is practically the same movie, just a little different things. But yeah, if yeah, that's kind of a problem with comedy sequels when you think about them. They always want to repeat the jokes from the first movie. Like, hey, they worked yeah. in the first movie; they got to work again, right? Right. It's a good observation. Yeah, that's a problem with comedy sequels. But when I say, hey, as long as you do get some laughs. It's not a bad thing. So, this one is also a pretty good as well. Not so, the best, but right. pretty good. And I've I've also noticed that Scott and 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 Sean chose the point five, the pretty damn good, right? And Jake, Jake, you went with straight pretty good. It's not as good. I'm sorry, Scott. It's not as good as the first one. The first one is like you know, A New Hope versus fucking. Empire. I can't do that. No, you can't do that because Empire is just superior. Fuck, I don't know. Return of the Jedi. Like, okay, I've been there. I've done that. This is fun. Versus, this is the first time I've seen this. Oh, my God. This is happening? Yeah, I, I'd I say know, that. I, just, I feel like I I enjoyed this one a little bit more, watching it by myself. I, I laughed a little bit more. You know, I was able to enjoy it. Maybe it was because I wasn't, you know, having to... Make sure I paid extra attention so, like, I could, you know, point things out or, or whatever, you know? I feel like you're throwing shots at me. <laughs> I don't do it on purpose. It just happens, you <laughs> asshole. I don't want it to. I just want to sit back and watch it, but it just happens. That. <laughs> so my, my question is, um, and, and, and I like, you know, that we're just going to go straight to the, to the wrap-up session, but there should be a little – one little section for me – pretty damn good is is 0.5 right and and we go like absolute piece of shit which is below piece of shit so like if the 0.5 between piece of shit and bad is like this is a rosy piece of shit and then you go up between bad and okay 
this is like what's what's the the bad point five? What's the what's the terminology for the bad point five? Um, eh, I, I don't know. This is bad, but because like when you get to okay, you've crossed that threshold of watchability. But there's so bad it's good. I don't know. This bad bad is a fucking weird one. And then the the point five from bad to, to pretty good is or okay rather is non-existent because that's the giant void to me of yeah it's okay it's okay I, yeah i'll watch it it's okay there's no point five it's just when you get to pretty good that's when that's when you fucking fought a war over something like that no that that movie's okay but this one is pretty good this one's pretty good i don't care about that okay shit but pretty damn good I'm just interpreting our grading system because I miss you guys and I don't want it to end. <laughs> I'm done. All right. So that is Wayne's World. And again, since we're wanting to keep this tight, uh, we're going to wrap this up. No closing segment. But I'm just saying, you know, things have been building up before the next episode. And next episode, things are going to erupt. There's a lot of pressure. It's 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 you know, it's not on the surface yet. That was I was gonna say explode. Yeah, I think we better call James Bond, guys, and I also think we gotta call uh, Two Face as well. I I would I would have gone I would have gone with the knife guy from the movie with Benielle Show. I you know, Del Toro. Remember that one? Yeah, that knife movie that he was that was dope. These are clues. You'll have to figure out on your own. <laughs> yes. Our next episode is going to be Volcano episode with Volcano and Dante's Peak. With the so, Irish James Bond. Jake's so, been trying to do this, these movies for the longest <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> so, the chamber is filled with magma. We're ready to spew. So when are we going to be back? Well, you know, I don't want to make promises like the last time. We're going to try to go for every couple of weeks, but if we can't we'll go for the next weekend, well, as I say, we will do episodes when we can, people. You know what we should do? What? We, we, should, we should, you know, the office did webisodes. Like, if, if legit, and that's okay. We can't, like, I mean, year and a half on, on the Piper end. If we can't, we should, we should come up with little, like, hey, I got you for 20 minutes, um... Let's uh, let's do crazy news or conspiracies. We should post things to keep the, the, the salivary glands, you know, moist. Just a thought. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. But, you know, you may hear the next one in two weeks from now, maybe a month from now. And, yeah, you know, last time I said that, uh, two months gone by. <laughs> I should... Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's really all dependent on your schedule. And <laughs> he you said lie. your schedule. He's putting on a snake. It's been two good months in the Jake house, and we're we're happy to take the time off. Uh, we know our fans are hungry for our shit, but happy to know that Jake is doing well. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting on pushing you a little bit more so that. Uh, you know, we can actually get the shows out. I'm saying you should, you should record those conversations so our fans can hear the behind the scenes. Shut up, Scott. God, you're so rude. 
Well, you know, when we go a month and a half and I say, you know what, I'm thinking it's time to do a show again. And then we try for a half a month to get it together. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing... we need to plan these things out. Oh, my God. I've been saying that for 202 episodes. <laughs> You're finally hearing 152 or no, whatever. Because you, you texted me when you started. I'm like, are you planning it out? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And you're like, no, we're just kind of shooting the shit. I'm like, all right, call me when you're, when you're planning shit out. <laughs> I can probably pull that shit up because I don't think I've erased the text message chain that you and I have had since your fucking birth in the, my backyard. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> all right. So until Volcano and Dante's Peak, peace out. Later, fuckers. Deuces. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a Go little high, little low. Anyway, the wind blows, doesn't really matter to me. To me, Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head. Triggered now he's dead Mama Life had just begun But now I've gone and thrown it all away Mama Didn't mean to make you cry If I'm not back again
see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Galileo Figaro. Oh, I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from this monstrosity. Mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me, for me, for me.